Yeah, that isn't what you thought it mean, is it? But a testimony means to make time circle back on itself. To make time circle back on itself. Okay. All right. All right. So I started off this morning um, and me and dad were talking about some other stuff. And I told him that a guy was going to come over and he was going to pay. I think he offered me forty five hundred dollars over the phone. Um, And so when he got there, he test drove it and everything. And he's like, all right, well. I'm going to throw out a number. All right. Well, I'm going to throw out a number. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to throw out a number. And he just took so long. And I didn't like how much they used dancing around it that I got irritated with him. And I judged him. And I shouldn't have judged him, but I did. And he offered me $3,500. And I told him, no, that's too low. Um, and I told him that I had somebody else that was coming right after him. And right before that, dad had told me. Take whatever money is there in front of you. Negotiate it out the best that you can. But do not try to mess with God's math. You know, it, that is God's blessing and he's blessing you with it. Just take the money. And he, he was showing me that there's another truck that I could buy right after I sell this one. And I was being hard headed and I wanted to hold out for an extra three or four hundred bucks. So I told him to go on his way in a nice way, of course. And I call back this guy that's supposed to come right after him. He never shows up. He never calls me. He never anything. So now I'm freaking out. And I know in my mind um, that I messed up because I didn't listen to my dad. So I call dad and I, I tell after I ask forgiveness for not listening to my father, I call dad and um, I tell him about it. And he tells me that um, there was more to it than just that. But I was messing with how God was blessing me. Um, I was messing with, I was um, undermining him basically and not trusting God. Um, So I had to go into the courtroom of heaven and ask forgiveness for that too. And, and the Lord was so merciful with me because I've been praying with the Lord to be merciful with me that in the middle of me pleading for one thing, I didn't even realize, but the Holy Spirit told, are you forgetting something about that situation? And so God even didn't even let me walk away yet. He wanted, he loved me enough to let me know there's still one more thing that you got to talk to me about before you walk away. And honestly, the Holy Spirit's been talking to a lot to me here today. Um, I've having, sometimes I don't even pray. I just hear the voice, you know, um, but I lied. And um, I had told the guy that I had bought the car for a lease and that she didn't like it. And that's why I was selling it. And that was a lie. I bought it to flip it. And if anything, I should have just stayed away from the topic altogether. But I had to ask God forgiveness for that, too, in order to fully um, pass myself from that situation. And then... I was still feeling uneasy all day. Um, I was telling myself that I need to find peace in the Lord. And um, I was about to go. And the one place that I haven't listed the Chrysler is on eBay. And so I was going to go list on eBay for local pickup. It was going to cost me 25 bucks. There's seven steps to do it. I was on the sixth step about to click submit and finish it up. And God told me, be still. 
And all I heard, I didn't even pray about it before I clicked that submit button. I heard be still. And nobody talks to me like that. I don't even talk to myself like that. I knew it was God. So I stopped and I thought about it. And then I told Elise. And as soon as I gave my testimony about that little bit to Elise, three minutes later, somebody called me. They said they'd be here in the morning. And then I was like, Lord, just please, please. I, I already had a buyer, but I just wanted to make sure. So I asked, Lord, please bless me with buyers. And um, I'm going through my ads and I'm, I'm checking my prices because it's not moving the way that I want it to. And um, I'm looking at my Craigslist ad and I have it listed at 5,200 bucks. And I stopped. And after the Lord had told me, be still, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm going to go ahead and ask the Lord what I need to put the price at. And I got 4,700. I was like, man, that's still kind of high. I mean, everyone else has offered me like four grand or something less than that. But I was like, no, I'm going to do what God told me to do. And as soon as I put that ad in for 4,700, another person called me, came there in 30 minutes and picked up the car for 4,100 bucks, which is 400 bucks more than what I would have got this morning. Amen. Now, I'm not I'm not saying that I should have denied what happened this morning ultimately to get a better result at the end of the day, but I think it, it because it was my heart, you know, I made a mistake and I repented for it and God always has something better for you if it's right with your heart, you know. You can't use it to your advantage like that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 So that worked out great. And, and that was like the biggest single transaction you've ever made in your life, ain't it? It is, is the biggest. It was today, the Lord, I won't say the Lord has spoken to me more than he ever has, but he's periodically more times spoken to me today than any other time. And today was also the biggest transaction that I've ever made by myself. Well, not by myself, but, you know, without my family, you know, um, with just me and God there, I'll you know, say this is that a lot of times we think that today is the day the Lord has spoken to me today more than ever. But really, the answer is today I was listening to the Lord more than I ever do. Amen. Today. Yeah. Today, I kept seeking the Lord. I kept, I knew I was in his hands today. I put myself in his hands today. And because I was in his hands today, I heard him speaking to me uh, so often, so frequently. And, and that is a great thing. That's a great testimony. It's a great testimony. Yep. Thank you. And, and, uh, honestly, for, for what Aaron used to be working before he got laid off, I mean, that one deal right there is like what? A, a month's <laughs> salary? Almost. Yeah. yeah, it's almost a month's salary. A month's salary for like an hour of work or an hour and a half of work. Right. I would. We were literally just talking about that earlier today as well. Yes. And honestly, I don't know. I just still find it so cool that I, I know that you still have to pray to get answers from God. But today it's just been like, I don't know. He's like a person that's just been talking beside me and I just catch what he's saying. That's the, I don't know. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's because Holy Spirit is there for you all the time for that purpose. That's the way it's supposed to be all the time. Mom, mom is like that. She, I know. 
I've always God about everything. She doesn't even put the car in gear before she talks to God, you know? Um, and, and so even from, from her perspective for, for me, sometimes that keeps, look, if we're talking about faithfulness, every single time that mom comes to the driveway, she stops at the mailbox and looks at the cross and says, thank you, Lord, for everything that you've given us every single time. Every single time. Imagine that every time you come home, if you stopped at the door and said, and looked around you and said, man, thank you, Lord. Thank you for all of this. Thank you. That, that what, it, what a difference it would make in the way that you think, in the way that you act, in the way that you interact with other people. To give you a sense to, to just walk in every place with a sense of gratefulness. And, 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 you know, the trick is you don't, don't make it mechanical. Mean it when you say it, you know? And, uh, yeah, every one of us, every one of us could learn something from that. And every one of us could, could change our circumstances around us by, by doing that, by honoring that, you know, being grateful all the time. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My life has substantially changed in the last, gosh, how long have I been doing this? Somewhere around a year or so, I read in a book that Smith Wigglesworth, every single day when he woke up in the morning, he would jump out of bed and he would dance for the Lord. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Every single day, as soon as your eyes opened up, you would jump jump out of your bed and dance for the Lord. You know? So, I'm not really a jump out of bed and dance for the Lord guy. But I'm not really a, a dance to... I do dance... I Now, get me wrong. I do dance for the Lord in private, you know, here and there. But um, anyway, so my own thing, I had to do my own thing. I had to find my own way to start out. I, I loved the genuineness of, of his heart, that he would start out the first moment, the first heartbeats of every day were that he found a way to dedicate that to God. And so every morning when my alarm clock goes off, my alarm clock is a praise and worship song. I, I, I jump out of bed and I hold my hands to the air to the Lord. I hold my hands up to the Lord and I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for the day. Thank you for all that you've done for us. You're so good to us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just, I thank him. I start out the day by holding my hands up and thanking the Lord. And in that act alone has, has changed things for me. I feel the dynamic in the spiritual realm around me has changed. It's allowed me a, a place, a, you know, some space has been opened up for me to go to a deeper level or to get um, um, a, 
a further understanding, a greater revelation, a, a, or a greater burden of, of knowledge or, or understanding, however you want to put it. I've, I've been uh, promoted. And however you, however you want to, however you like to say those words or however it sets well with you, I know that my circumstance has changed. It has shifted gears. I can feel it. And, uh, and it's a, it's a, uh, it's a great thing. It's a great thing to be in that situation. All right. Let's say our prayers and get this party started. Thank you, Father, for this chance for us to come together and read your word. Thank you for blessing us with the opportunity to share and to testify and to exhort one another. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you so much for your patience with us and your goodness. And, and I, I love to see your hand upon my children, ushering them into the places that took me so long to learn. It took me, I was so far away. Lord, thank you. Um, as we read your word tonight, I pray that you'd open up our eyes, open up our ears. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we are in uh, chapter 15, verse 21. Chapter 15, verse 21. And uh, last night, Aaron and Ray read, and tonight it'll be uh, me and Jacob. Um, so I'll read first and then Jacob. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coasts of Tyre and Sidon. So Jesus left that place. And he went to the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he didn't answer her a word. He, pretend, he, he, he acted like he didn't hear. And his disciples came and besought him and said, Send her away, for she cries after us. So in other words, she didn't just cry one time. This woman followed behind him and cried repeatedly. She cried repeatedly until the disciples said, Jesus, send her away. She's aggravating us. The poor woman is walking behind them, crying for her daughter trying to get the attention of Jesus. And the disciples were concerned about her annoying them. We can all miss it sometimes 
we we all get like that sometimes. We see how somebody can annoy us and miss the opportunity to serve Christ. I I wonder why sometimes, you know, even even Matthew as he's writing this, as he was writing the book of Matthew, he must have been, you know, you have to be he's he's writing history for the ages, you know, this is his testimony. And and so, you know, he had to have been at least tempted to say, you know, the other disciples, they came and told Jesus, you know, send her away. She's bothering us. But I said, Lord, Lord, have mercy on her. You know, <laughs> so, something like that, <laughs> you know. Um, but he answered and said, I'm not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Nevertheless, she began bowing down and throwing herself down at his feet, saying, Lord, please help me. But he answered and said, it's not fair to take the children's bread and to cast it to the dogs. And she said, that is true, Lord. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. You know, if you were begging, if you were humiliating yourself and begging the master, begging the master for something, and he said, it's not fair that I should give it to the dogs. And essentially, he's calling you a dog. I mean, that's what he is. He's saying you're a dog, and it's not fair that I give this to the dogs. Some people would have found offense in that. In fact, I think most people would have been offended at that. There's, there, there's us on this call right now that when we heard those words, there was a, a slight twist in our heart right when we heard those words that was offended by those words. Those, those words can, could, could hurt, but instead of being defended, Instead of being offended, she said, that is true, Lord. If Jesus says it, if the word of God says it, then it's true. No matter how I feel, Lord, no matter how I feel, that's true. Because you said it, Lord, because you said it, that's true. That's absolutely true. But even the small dogs get to eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. And when Jesus heard those words from her mouth, he was moved with compassion. That she, that she did not get offended and that she took it and spoke wisdom and said, even, this, even the dogs get scraps, the crumbs from the master's table. And, and because of her faith and because of her honoring Jesus, the word of God, because she honored him, at such a level, at such an astounding level, he said the words that came out of his mouth were, Oh, woman, great is thy faith. He spoke to her faith first. He said, Oh, woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto you 
even as you will. In other words, have what you're asking for. Have it now. Your prayer is granted just like you wished. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. And Jesus departed from that area and came nigh unto the Sea of Galilee and went up into a mountain. Jake, your turn. Verse 30. <laughs> Broad crowd of people came to him. They brought many other sick people and put them before him. There were people who couldn't walk, people who were blind, crippled, or deaf, and many others. Jesus healed them all. People were amazed when they saw that those who could not speak were now able to speak. Crippled people were made strong. Those who couldn't walk were now able to walk. The blind could see. Everyone thanked the God of Israel for this. Jesus called his followers to him and said, I feel sorry for these people. They have been with me three days and they have nothing to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry. They might faint while going home. The followers asked Jesus, where can we get enough bread to feed all these people? We are a long way from any town. Jesus asked, how many loaves of bread do you have? They answered, we have seven loaves and a few small fish. Jesus then told the people to sit on the ground. He took the seven loaves of bread and the fish. Then he gave thanks, he gave thanks to God for the food. He broke the bread into pieces, which he gave to the followers, and they gave all the food to the people. All the people ate until they were full. After this, the followers filled seven baskets with the pieces of food that weren't eaten. There were about 4,000 men there who ate. There were also some women and children. After they all ate, Jesus told the people they could go home. He got into the boat and went to the area of Magadon. So... Again, God's math. Seven loaves and a few small fishes feeds 4,000 men plus the women and children. And they took up the broken meat that was left seven baskets full. God's math. God's math is amazing. I wish, I wish that we could understand it. And I know that one day, maybe will be granted to, to understand it. And maybe here's the way math works. Maybe the way God's math works is that it can never make any sense to us because every time God's math is enacted, it is a test of our faith to be obedient. If we understood the formula of God's math, we would have a certain expectation of an outcome that would put God into a box. And God doesn't want us to ever apply a formula to him. He's God. He is, I am. And I'll say this. It's very difficult for people to believe this until they start living and walking with God and hearing God and and, and having God touch them and bless them and interact with them. But, but there, there, is, there is no substitute for the way that God makes you feel. There, there is no drug. There is no, um, 
mind altering anything. There is no alcohol. There is no, there is nothing, nothing, nothing that feels as good as it does when you are in God's perfect will. It is, it is euphoric and it sings in your, in your cells, in your soul. And then you realize when you suddenly feel all those things, you realize that all of those other stimulants are another version of Satan's copycats. All of those other things that are out there in the world, those are Satan's substitutes because he is incapable of making us feel that way. That's their prayers. Um, if I may just add just one thing, I, I just think that it's important to note that um, just don't be like the disciples in this case, how they questioned where Jesus was going to get enough bread to feed this great multitude. And I've found out, at least for me, that oftentimes you just need to come to God and be like, God, this is this is what I have in my possession. And you do your will with it, Lord. And he doesn't need you to question him because he can make it. That's happen. right. Lord, I know that you want me to do this, and this is what I have to work with. You're going to have to make it happen. And he does. How many, Amen. how many times would, you know, when the Lord is calling you to go and get something, how many times would most people walk away because they're like, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. Yeah. And they would have gave up and they would have lost their blessing before they ever even set out to get there. Let's say our prayers. Father, thank you so much for the journey that our family is on. Thank you for teaching us and leading us, showing us truths. And you're, just, you're amazing. You're wonderful. Please continue the journey that we're on. I know that you are faithful to complete every work that you have begun. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. For just, just thank you for who you are. Please hedge in this family and protect us. Help us to be good stewards of all that you've set us over. Help us to be loving and kind, generous and faithful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Nice, love you. Night, love you. Good night, guys. Love you. Good night, mom and dad. Good night. Love you. Love you.